0: hey guys this is bella and before we start with this week's episode i wanted to let you guys know that this week's episode is the final part of a series of three we started this particular conversation two episodes ago with nike introducing the concept of art as protest and we continued it last week with introducing the concept of education as protest if you haven't had the chance yet to listen to these episodes please feel free to pause here and listen to those first as elements of today's conversation does refer back to what we have already discussed in those two episodes. We hope that you guys enjoy what we have prepared for you. Thank you so much.
1: Hello, welcome to It Ain't You, the show that represents the history of ethnic minority groups in the U.S. and where knowledge becomes power. If you don't know, now you know. We're Estar, Nike, Bella, your very real hosts. speaking about things that it makes you angry Mm -hmm. that you didn't know this earlier, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, For me, I think protest was something that as growing up as like a good Korean American, like Christian girl, uh, first of all, like girls don't protest anything, Mm -hmm. right? Girls should be submissive. Then Christians should be submissive. And then on top of all of that, it's like minorities should be submissive. And so I can't really say that I had any sense of myself as a political actor Mm -hmm. until super late in my life.
2: Oh, even especially Asian minorities should be submissive.
1: Sure. Yeah. 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 And so, you know. I think the idea of protest people like what comes to mind is what we see on the news nowadays right Mm -hmm. like people out there marching or maybe you think oh like martin luther king right although wait till we get to talk about him and the sanitizing of history right um and so i always thought like politics protesting Mm -hmm. in that sense even though i'm american Mm -hmm. it's like that's not for me like what happens in politics what doesn't affect me, Mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, COVID happens Mm -hmm. and we're all stuck indoors and we have a lot of time to think about how messed up this world is getting Mm -hmm. and we can't run away from it, right? Mm -hmm. We can't kind of numb ourselves or like do other things because life is not normal anymore and normal is never going to come back. And I went to my first protest as i think people think of it Mm -hmm. um here in la uh there was a protest organized by uh black lives matter la uh soon after the um the murder of george floyd and that was my very first like action and i was i didn't know honestly what to think about that because Mm -hmm. again i have no idea of like how to be political but all i know is this is wrong I gotta get, like, I gotta say something about it now. Right. right? And so I went to this action and, you know, saw with my own eyes kind of what was happening Mm -hmm. on the streets. And for me, that was a really powerful moment because honestly, I had to prepare to show up at this protest, not because I had ideas that I was going to get violent, but that violence was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that showed up when the police showed up. Mm -mm. And it was like it was like I was in a movie. Like I literally thought this looks like a movie because you saw trucks and Mm -hmm. like tanks rolling up with like these SWAT officers, they look like stormtroopers, right. and they have like these giant guns, right. and I'm just like, yo, I showed up with like a water bottle, like, and these people are showing up with guns. Who's showing up to get violent at this protest? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this, this Asian girl, or these people with like assault rifles? And literally, LAPD,
2: because downtown has so many one-way streets and like cutoffs LAPD will purposefully push protesters, whether, you know, non-vi- non-violent or not will push them into a corner literally yeah. and then start throwing
1: tear gas. Mm. Yeah. So I was tear gassed that day. Mm-hmm. I was tear gas that day. Yeah. Does. Uh-huh. yeah. And so for me, and I know this sounds like extreme and you know, if you're listening to this, it's not like I'm saying everyone needs to be out there on the streets. But I bring that up because it's it's like things are wrong in this world. And I think if you can't acknowledge that, then you got to think about what pedestal or privilege you're speaking from. Right. Because there's just so much that's wrong with this world. And everything that we do either feeds into that or works against that and for me so that's protest Mm -hmm. so yes i have protested in like the kind of what people think about but i don't do that every day and i don't think i could do that every day so then what can i do in my everyday life and like bella was saying sometimes i feel like my literal existence as a person of color in this country is a form of protest Mm -hmm. and i carry that in my life further with the choices that i make Mm -hmm. even if it's even if it's the little ones so bella when you were saying you know like you hadn't consumed like uh like a hollywood movie or something in oh, like yeah. 10 years right that i'm kind of the, the
0: same way yeah, that was the first one i think the second one following that was black panther oh that's powerful yeah was like, that's whoa. powerful back, to back
1: you got both hidden figures and then black whoa. Panther. yeah that's that's really powerful for me it's k-pop Uh, ever since i've been listening to k-pop since you know before it was a thing uh in the late 80s starting in the 90s and i did it unconsciously at that time um as a way to connect to something where it was people who looked like me Mm -hmm. i did i really like as a as a good Christian girl in the 90s, I was not permitted to listen to like American music. And so when when people at school were talking about like like Britney uh,
0: Spears. No, not
1: even before that, right? New Kids on the Block. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wait, I yeah. have no idea what New Kids on the Block is. <laughs> you, you actually, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, it was like your So I started like, cause when you get a little older, then right. you know you can stand up to your mom. But right. New Kids on the Block, I literally had no idea what they were. Wow. I had no contact with them. I did not even know what their song hit songs were until you just hook really started it was like they started playing new Mm -hmm. kids on the block songs as his theme song in his variety hosting that was how i got introduced to new kids on the block that to me is
0: funny because like when you mentioned like you didn't even know what new kids on the block sounded like i was like but i thought new kids on the block was like i thought they were really popular in korea
1: they were but i wasn't allowed to listen to korean music either isn't that weird (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that weird yeah, so, it's like, like it's really weird like, that k pop mm,
2: you get c c m and
0: that's it <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you, you get and gospel so, music
0: and that's it <laughs>
1: exactly um, and so for me k pop has always been a way to um find something that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. people who look like me, but also I wasn't allowed to consume like other forms of media, and then as I grew up, I realized. Well, I'm not represented in those media anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I love me some Britney Spears, but she and I have very little in common. And so, for me, even something as small as my media choices, mm-hmm. you know, like, I I can choose who I want to put in front of me as, like, a model, right? right. Who I want to support. And your dollars do support. right? You know? And so... It's weird, but yeah, K-pop as a form of protest.
0: I mean, I totally, I, I 100% also agree with you on that because I also grew up literally only listening to, like, Asian pop music with the occasional American music in there. Like, I am a fan of Backstreet Boys and Taylor Swift, but I'm not a Swifty. <laughs> but, like, I, I totally understand that that whole, like, you know, you, you want to watch something that represents you in in as close a way as you can. And sure, it's not really Asian American, but hey, Asian American media didn't really exist back then. So interesting,
2: because I'm seeing this happening with the black community all Mm -hmm. over again, with K-pop. Why do you think so many black people love Chinese culture?
0: Honestly, first thought that came to mind was kung fu. It's
1: cool. Yes.
0: (laughs) But also, think about it.
2: Bruce Lee literally mm-hmm. brought to America something that was not white. And if mm-hmm. you watch his films, he's literally tearing down what was seen and viewed as mm-hmm. the oppressor yeah. and still being himself. And Bruce Lee is a teeny little guy. Right.
0: Well, when I say teeny, like,
1: yeah, he was
2: very small. Yeah. He was small. He was very small. He was small.
1: like 5'4, f- f- yeah. you
0: know, 140? Yeah. 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 And he, all muscle, but like, he's going up against people who are like two three times his size right so a lot of times like before we
2: had like forms of even like black media like before bt before Mm -hmm. even like tv1 or some things now literally almost every you cannot probably walk into any black home and not see some sort of chinese culture represented Mm -hmm. only because of kung fu i mean why do you think we ended up having wu-tang clan Like, where do you think they got that from? It was because they saw someone else who was not white, like, pretty much just, like, living it up and being, like, unbothered by it.
1: I will
0: have to say this. I'm laughing because, like, as a kid, I, in my mind, I was like, Wu-Tang Clan, they must be Chinese. Exactly. and then i look at it no. like wait why are they not a lot of people
2: no actually at first a lot of people did if you didn't already know them from right. like the circuit of yeah. like like
0: rappers and, in new york like you, that's as,
2: literally what they thought they were
0: yeah and and as a as a younger adult right it used to bother me so freaking much and then i was like i got other things to worry about <laughs> it used to bother you that wu-tang clan wasn't chinese no it was like why are you calling it wu-tang clan
2: well, that actually came from, it was, it was a Chinese drama, uh, like a
0: literally Kung Fu film that they were all yeah. like
2: obsessed with. Like that's where they got like mm. Wu-Tang yeah. from. And, and
0: then partially like, why aren't they Chinese when it's very like, why do you get permission to be very Chinese? Mm. And then people who look like us, uh, it, I cannot be very Chinese without being called a fob, which I now I'm like, you know what? Mm. I I wear, that, oh. with pride. <laughs> I wear topic, that with pride.
1: A topic for a future episode. Yeah. yeah. Good old oh,
2: but I mean, <laughs> I, I'm seeing the same thing happen again in black communities now, mm-hmm. especially like I'll say late Gen X millennials and of course, Gen Z. But the Gen Z is a whole other like mm-hmm. talk. But literally, I'm seeing that happen all over again Right, because you get K-pop, which I don't know why. People always, this is going to have to be obviously another topic for another day, but people always, they always, the first thing they always want to call out for K-pop is cultural appropriation, but don't realize that like there was much cultural exchange happening before you can actually call something cultural appropriation. So yeah, like just, just letting you know about that, but I'm seeing kids literally be like. I like, like, I see, even in K-dramas, mm-hmm. I literally am like, this is what black families are like. like <laughs> except for obviously, like, the super wealthy ones, like, with it's all the chibblers It's very universal. Yeah, but I'm like, this is what black families are like. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what Hispanic families are like. Like, oh, snap. Like, <laughs> wait. So even now, like, I noticed it too. Y'all were saying that I was like, I haven't, I haven't been into American pop culture in, like, I'd want to say 10 to 15 years yeah. because just once, once I got a hold of K-pop and was like, this Korean drama is Korean yeah. cinema. Like once the, once that was like a thing, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever like really looked back. So even when people, so even to be honest, even people talking about lemonade, I had no idea that that was Beyonce until somebody was like, Oh, that's Beyonce's new album. I had never seen the, the, the
0: videos or I still anything haven't. like that. Oh, I'm, is that yeah, a bad yeah. admission? <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Like, I'm not gonna say Beyonce doesn't deserve her titles or anything. Like, she de- she worked hard for them. She she deserves them. But I'm not about to go and like watch all of them. I mean, it's also like what
2: you know. People like what they like. Because right. even yeah. people who are still into American pop culture don't necessarily like Beyonce. Right. Like yeah. that's is you know it's like for who give was born, me Rihanna but... and I'd be like hey yo like I'm up. That's that was like we gotta talk about Rihanna because that's <laughs> another conversation too. But yeah, like it's it's like I'm seeing that happen, and mm-hmm. almost like these kids today, especially because I work with like teenagers and and even younger, they're almost like they're actually identifying themselves with mm-hmm. K-pop mm-hmm. or anything else that they consume. Even older, like you know, again older older millennials and mm-hmm. late Gen Gen X. K drama? Oh, you can keep that K pop. Like they're they're like, yeah, that's for you know, that's that's for the the younger younger ones. That's unfortunate. But yeah, like that's for the younger ones. But K drama, oh no, they eat that up like literally like it's breakfast. (laughs) Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean it's it's an interesting I wanna say like options that we have right when it comes to like media consumption. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, of course,
2: like this this is you know, a yeah. topic that obviously we gotta
0: we have so many so yeah like we can, we can literally talk about this for hours yeah.
2: but they
0: have already done that <laughs> probably i think so but yeah okay so gonna mention for those that haven't seen it yet right our logo uh, are three dandelion seeds um and we initially chose dandelion's because of what the dandelion represents right and we had talked about this earlier where it's like if what we do impacts even just one person it can help spread the message further right and it's like a dandelion seed all it has to do is be blown carried by the wind wherever it lands it impacts the environment that it's in but a dandelion stands for you know the return of life which Funnily enough, we started recording the day before Easter Sunday. (laughs) Oh, we did. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it also represents rebirth. So again, like our goal of representing our stories and our history. Um, It also is survival and rebellion and a challenger of rules and regulations. And my personal favorite, the introducer of uncontrolled chaos and randomness. (laughs)
1: i think we're probably gonna really
0: lean into that one yeah <laughs> there's there's uh topics of uh fire and anger <laughs> and, and all this fun stuff but i think the really really cool thing is that a dandelion also stands for or is actually associated with hope dreams and play yeah which i think is really awesome mm-hmm. for for the fact that you know it's a teeny little plant and we look at it as oh well that that's just a weed why why keep it around right. but and i think it was esther that pointed this out right it also has various health benefits when mm. consumed you can eat it wow you yeah, can I eat it. it you it's can kind of make of it. vitamin c yeah yeah you can drink it as totally part of a tea i, forgot that. I love i actually love dandelion yeah <laughs> <laughs> but
2: i totally forgot about all the health benefits yeah. i just like the way it tastes,
0: and that's mm. fine but it's like it's all this from like one teeny little plant right? that
1: people buy weed killer for. Yeah, yeah. Right. So So again, their very existence is protest. <laughs> is pro- wow. I the connections it. we make. Oh, ah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you can see how we start with one topic and where we branch out from that topic to so many others. And uh we'd love for you to share with us your ideas. You know, how do you protest? Right. Like, how do you uh, make choices in your life that in your own way and uh, in little ways can grow to change the world? Right. Just like dandelions can. And so we invite you to share with us your comments on Twitter at it Ain't you, pdcst or Instagram at it Ain't podcast. Thank you all for listening to It Ain't You, where if you don't know, now you know. We're Estar, Nike, Bella. Please show us some love on Spotify by leaving us a rating or a review and join our Patreon so we can grow and continue to give you all wonderful content. <laughs>